How many desires have come in your life? How can you be loaded with testimonies? And you're still fighting depression. Don't you need a slap off? Why would you keep allowing the enemy to talk to you? Even if you think you're doing bad, David said, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord than dwell in the tents of wicked. Ain't going back to the club. I'm not going back to take a drink. I'm not smoking a joint. I got something better. I know I said it, they, 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 they've made the joint so cheap now, five, five dollars. <laughs> and, and, and so, you don't know that the sinner, I told Lot and his wife, now God is delivering you, but you can't look back. It don't matter what is back there. Yes, your children are there. Your grandchildren are there. Your son-in-laws are there. But you can't look back. Because you don't know what will happen when you turn back. Hallelujah. You have to keep running. But somebody said, well, why aren't you tired? <laughs> like Lazarus said, hey guys, I hear him calling me now. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I hear him calling me now. Hey, I may be among the dead. My body may be rotten. Hey, but I hear him calling me. And I'm going to answer his call. Hey. If a dead man can hear him call. And I'm still alive and breathing. Who is lying to who? Jesus Christ is alive. He's speaking now. He's calling you now. He's delivering you now. Years ago, this church invited me to come and speak at their annual men's breakfast meeting. Being a man under authority, I had to get permission from the pastor to go. And there was a little thing there. And this pastor had to write a letter, and this one had to approve. Elder Bobby and a few others went with me. It was Bobby Little in those days. 
he had a full white beard. And huh? hair. And hair. <laughs> we are not going to listen to that tale. <clears throat> Maybe traces of hair. And I went to that meeting and I started talking about this story. Bobby will talk about it all the time because all the preachers there pulled out their notepads and began to take notes as I was preaching. Am I telling the truth? (laughs) I didn't eat any breakfast. And I said to them, until Goliath showed up, everybody was prancing around in their rank. The king in his majesty. The captains of hundreds and thousands. And everybody. Because they thought that the war will be fought. Or the battle will be fought in a group. And Goliath shows up and says, give me one man. That's what believers have not caught on to yet. We are shouting together. We're praising God together. But when the devil shows up. (laughs) He said, no, 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 no. No, no. We're going together. Mm -mm. Just I want one man. Come and prove your faith. Come and prove that your God is real. Come and prove that your God delivers. And all the captains dot. The king shaking his boots. Nobody for 40 days. Nobody said, let me die. Then witness God humiliated like this. They would have experienced the greatest breakthrough of their lives. And they all sat there. And nobody will go out to fight Goliath until a 17-year-old young man with a testimony, with a tree of life still functioning. (laughs) You see now, It was God that taught me, yes, they were my people, but their covenants were non-functioning. That's where Satan has most believers. Yes, I believe that God can do all things, but any little thing, I'm so stressed out. I'm afraid. I stay up all night praying in unbelief. Go to sleep if you don't believe. Where are your miracles? Where haven't, why, why haven't they spoken to you? Yeah. Prophesied to you? Yeah. It's a tree of life. It's a tree of life. It's supposed to give you your own life. That from now till you die, you don't need any, any other testimony. Your testimony is your life-giving source. The God that brought me through this, he will do this. The God that delivered me from this, he will do that. 
the God that healed me. I haven't forgotten what that pastor said to me. He said, Apostle, he said, before COVID, we were all men of God. But since COVID, it has become evident to me that you are the only man of God. And the rest of us are just talking. Because you are the only one that stood firm against COVID and believed that God And when I said something, anger just erupted. How they were teaching pastors how to pastor under COVID. How to not use this kind of bread and wine. Get the packaged one. One pastor was saying that he was actually purchasing it and sending to homes. Because they're also afraid of losing their members. So they're doing all these things. I said, how can I commune with such unbelieving group of preachers? I hung up that call decided that I will have nothing to do with any of them Amen. until this calamity be overpassed. And then we'll compare notes. You mean? Watch now, listen carefully. Particularly for those of you that are parents. They did not know that when they submitted to COVID, they permitted COVID. Alright? You didn't provide a covering for them. Then COVID found them at home. COVID found them at the store. And their members were dying. When they said they loved them. And that's why they shut God's house down. And the children of the world are smarter than us. Then why didn't Walmart shut down? Why didn't Kroger shut down? Why didn't Sam's Club shut down? <laughs> when the desire cometh, do you see anything on your horizon coming? Because what I see is a go to coming. What I see is Stadium Crusades coming. What I see is the new Resurrection House All Nations building. What I see is the thousands God said are coming. I see breakthroughs and miracles in the horizon of my life hallelujah when the desire cometh he says a tree of life that thing that God intended for man to get out of the fruit how did I end up with this revelation years ago because I was reading my Bible and I saw that God lifted the tree of life up to heaven and I said that how can God leave us on earth without the tree of life that's when he, he spoke to me I returned it to the earth not in a physical tree, 
and he showed me four ways the tree of life returned to the earth. And what I just read to you is one of the ways. When you believe God for a breakthrough, you might be sick, you're hurting, waiting on it, thanking God for it, praying, hallelujah, sowing your seed. Eh? You know, when you wait, things look like it takes forever. One day feels like one month. Have you ever waited on somebody? And they come and you blow up. It's like, well, why it take you so long? Well, you say, I've only been gone for 10 minutes. Then you're lying. That's not 10. Oh. It's 10 minutes. I told you, even the microwave is taking too long. Huh? I will put two minutes. And I go in the restroom. And I'll come out. I said, wow. It's taking, it's taking, what is it? Is it still two minutes? Did I run 20? No, it's two minutes. Because technology is not designed to produce the fruits of the Spirit. Everything you are clicking and tweeting and texting and all of this. None of that. Eh? Don't you see? If your phone acts up, you literally go crazy. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. It's time for me to get a new phone. Somebody needs to help me with this phone. Your patience is. He said, when did desire? He said, you are sick. Hope deferred. He said, you are sick. You are sick. You are waiting on it. You are sick. But when? You know this? That's the power of the covenant. He said, when? If you understand it, you are changed forever. Whether you are, isn't it what helped me over there for six years? God said, I've blessed you. And I kept saying, well, where is it? And he kept me there for six years until I caught on. I said, oh, thank you, Lord. And I went around telling people, God has blessed me. It's only a matter of time. (laughs) How can I forget such stories? I will tell them to my children, to their children, to every generation and have it recorded for them to play for their generation. Hey, he said one generation after another shall praise thy works. And I preached to those preachers. I said, the battles in your life and your ministry, no counseling can solve. Because it is designed to bring the tree of life in your life. When it comes, I say it again, that's the language of the covenant. You know it's coming. Because he said when? It's only a matter of it don't matter what Satan says. I don't care. I'm telling you, it's only we shall see who will end up with egg on their face. Hmm. Go and ask those who left me when I was going through crisis and struggling and they all deserted and thought 
the church was shutting down. <laughs> I didn't know that God freed me from unbelievers so he can bless me. Go and ask any of them. They'll tell you they never believe that what you see today was possible. <laughs> but I was talking about it. They say, yeah, he's only saying that to make himself feel good. Hey, I feel mighty good. <laughs> remember that the enemy was laughing at me telling me I was starting over when I years ago after finishing my master's degree I went back and started from scratch to be a student pilot and he was laughing and making noise I wonder who is laughing now it is a tree of life Maybe next Sunday, I will show you all the other three ways. The four of them, how God has returned the tree of life to the earth. And you need to know them. And you need to start living in them. And his testimonies will always be in your mouth. You will no longer be sick. Why? Your desire is on his way. Hallelujah. Some of you are so, uh, I'm just telling you what he just said to me. He said some of you are so impregnated with unbelief in this marriage thing that you don't believe that you're going to get married. You know, they say that uh, there's 10 women to one man. Yeah. But when you look at the context of scripture, you see, he said that the women went to one man and said, let's just have your name. You don't even have to take care of us. Now, you know, since God requires us to only marry one woman, you know that doesn't apply to covenant children. Amen. There's some joker somewhere talking in tongues right now, believing God for you. I'm just telling you the way it is. The only problem is that instead of preparing to be married, you're preparing for a wedding. You can't have a three-menu kitchen. Huh? One young lady said to me, oh, uh, uh, what, what did she, the, the, this website that uh, she called? Uh-huh. Pinterest. She said that's Pinterest. I'll get, a, I'll get my, my uh, recipes from there. But why would you want to begin a pigging on him? You need to get it together now. Like a story I heard years ago. Now, the American rice, you don't know, is polished rice. That's not natural rice. 
Because the, the natural rice is filled with starch. Amen. When you boil it, you can't just cook it. You have to cook it halfway, then pour water into it, rinse it off. Otherwise, it will be so, yes, gummy and sloppy and all of that. <laughs> so, this uh, wealthy guy, rich man, then when I'm, they, when I'm found this beautiful specimen, gorgeous, that fits his uh, pride and pedigree. So, <clears throat> she got her recipe. So he said, now, boil for 10 minutes, then wash, and then put water, and then finish cooking. So she put the rice, washed out the rice, put and cooked 10 minutes, and then she brought out the, the rice, and then she added some detergent, and then she washed it. <laughs> and then she rinsed it off. <laughs> okay. Sister Burns, she shaking her head. <laughs> I saw you. Now, now watch. So the husband, you know, smelled the rice and said, okay, honey, your mother is calling you. And he packaged her up and sent her back to her mother because this is not a prepared vessel. This is a raw material that needs training. Watch now. Watch. Why is it that God continues to compare marriage with our relationship with the Lord Jesus? Don't you see? He says we should prepare ourselves for his coming. That's the same way a woman prepares herself for his coming. But what I, we have are people sitting around waiting to get married. But you have no plan. It's only you. And you don't know what to eat. <laughs> then what will happen when you get a family? You have no plan. You don't go shopping. You don't know how to manage money. What is he going to get? When I say some things now, you want to run me out of town. The things that are on your physical body, let me put it that way. Every woman has it. The distinction is in the cooking, in the cleaning, in the counsel, in the comfort. Uh. Hmm. Welcome to this beautiful Monday. On the voice of resurrection, the tree of life. Uh, as you listen to this message, you see that we ended up in fun and in laughter. As someone said here in the studio, depends on who is listening. <laughs> Hallelujah. When the desire covered, <clears throat> it is a tree of life. The miracles of God in your yesterday gives the foundation for strong faith, <clears throat> powerful resolve to believe God, knowing that our God is faithful, our God is stronger. Say, Lord, you are higher than any other. 
Our God is the healer, awesome in power. Our God. Our God. When did desire come? It is a tree of life. Are you ready to live? Want to shape your thinking for this week? Want to position you for greater glory, a greater grace as we move through this week on the voice of resurrection. I hope when you went to church yesterday that you learned some things and that whatever that was preached there brought you closer to God. If not, consider resurrection. I sense that so many of you are wandering around in the wilderness, in the realm of the spirit, in your spiritual journey, but because of these ties, emotional ties and, excuse me, allegiances, maybe to a denomination or to somebody or some family or whatever, you are tied in places where you know you should move on from. Resurrection is calling you for higher ground, for greater glory and greater grace. <clears throat> if you need a prayer of agreement, call today, 770 I love the sevens in that number because seven is God's number, and three is the number of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. <laughs> it's a perfect union. Then when you merge three and seven, it gives you a 10, governance, authority. <clears throat> Hey, you can't go, go any wrong with such a number. That's why we transposed it over here to this exchange. Amen. From where we used to be, we thank God for it. And we encourage you to make your next move by putting your seed in the ground. And all the facilities are there. Don't forget the podcasts. We have video podcasts now. We're making progress every day and every week. May God help you partake of the voice of resurrection, record this broadcast. If you're with DirecTV, you can get a DVR and you record them every morning. You don't have to fight to watch it before you go to work. You can watch it in the evenings. Sometimes I miss it in the morning and I watch it in the evenings. But I keep up with it and it feeds me. Sometimes I'm at home yelling, screaming, shouting, and giving God praise. For the word of resurrection is quickening me and giving me life in Jesus mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Conquest 2023. Coming up in July, we are beginning early this year. You got to get registered. You got to help us spread the word. Conquest is what God gave to us. That's the theme of the conference and uh, that's the name of the conference that is. And then each year he gives us a different theme. He last year was mastering self. And this year, <clears throat> we're waiting on that word that will move us into uh, uh, the expressions of the glory and the tree of life for, for all the miracles and supernatural breakthroughs of this year. Amen. All right, we love you, beloved. Don't forget Wednesday night Bible study, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Sunday morning, 10 a.m. No rush. We experience the glory and we enjoy the presence of God. Don't you love resurrection? Tell somebody about it. Encourage them to watch. Amen. We love you, beloved. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. 
In Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Bye-bye.